I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. You know how last week we were speaking to Andy Pierce of Pet Cover? Well, he's going to join us again this week for part two of our insurance special that involves Fiona Martin, who'll be talking about her experience with her Cocker Spaniel called Teddy. Hey, Fiona, welcome to A Dog's Life. Hi, Anna. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Because you've just All had right, done one side, I should say. Done one side because you've just <laughs> had major shoulder surgery. Yep, I sure have. Yep. Did you have human health insurance for that? Luckily, I did. Yes. Yes, I did. So, yep. And that covered me for, has covered me for everything so far. So I'm lucky, very lucky there. And does that firm um, do dogs as well? They don't actually do animals, no. Sadly not. Ah, oh, yeah, because you've got, well, quite a big insurance story to tell about Teddy, your Cocker Spaniel. Tell us a bit more. That's correct. Um, Teddy was diagnosed with diabetes and uveitis, which is an eye condition related to um, diabetes, in February. And um, after four days of hospital treatment, I got an astron- astronomical bill of nearly £2,000, which I obviously presented to my insurance company, an insurance company that I thought was very good, um, and I'd had him insured from when he was more practically 10 weeks old, and he's nine years old now, paid all my premiums every year, obviously it goes up each year, paid extra when he got to the age of eight, so it literally doubled and gave him the insurance claim and found out that I'd only be insured for a thousand pound per condition but I thought you know there's a fair chance that I'm going to get a thousand pound back out of the 1900 pound and I ended up with 627 pound back um, wow gosh I yeah. mean even I can work out you know the maths on that that's um really you know not a very good return yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, you know, the, the things that they took off um, over maximum consultation fees by £10, a Sharps disposal bin that obviously he needs for his syringes, £36, over the maximum hosp- hospitalisation fees, which I, I queried, which was £168.90, over the maximum sum recoverable, yeah, I can understand that because he's only insured for a thousand pound per condition, which was seven hundred and seventy-three pound. My excess was ninety-nine pound, and a percentage excess of three hundred and fifteen pound. Right. So that's the max. Well, I obviously ended up with six hundred and twenty-seven pound. Right. Okay. So had he had an eye problem before? Never. Never, I've never. He's never had a claim in all of his nine years. 
gosh. Because, I mean, yeah. you know, when you insure your car, it's all about your no claims bonus, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, and yet without any claims, they doubled the the price of the the, the monthly repayment yep. when he when he was eight so is eight this magic number when dogs start to go downhill yeah they call them seniors gosh so so is teddy insured now have you um no you know... i i cancelled the insurance because after the claim i was i obviously wrote a stern letter i didn't really get much feedback from them um, they sent me a new policy with an exclusion notice. So the exclusion notice uh, basically said, which um, I had the, the claim was settled, I think, in March. From April, they said, with effect from 19th of April 2022, Teddy will not be covered for any diabetes or his eye-related conditions. So I could never claim anything again for his conditions that he had. So they excluded all of that from his policy. So his monthly insulin, his needles, his uveitis drops every two weeks, well, the insulin's every two weeks, I pay out of my own pocket because they wouldn't pay out anymore. And it's just... I can't believe this. So, in effect, you basically tipped eight years of nine years of insurance premium payments every month down the drain. Exactly. Which I might as well have really just put that money aside and had it in a pot along with, I don't know, with a credit card or whatever for any major things that happens. But at the time, everybody says, oh, yeah, get insurance, get insurance, you know, in case anything happens. But it's not worth the paper it's written on, really. Was it an animal-specific um, um, insurance firm or was it like an insurance firm that does house insurance, car insurance and all of that? Um, they cover, like, horses and livestock. Um, they in the back, back in the day, there was probably two main insurance companies and I went with one of those. Right, and they were they were a reputable someone a vet recommended that I went with them because they were really good. Gosh, well, Fiona, I'm so sorry to hear this. You see, I mean, I I'm mixed on on whether to insure or not. I believe a lot can be done to maintain your dog's health. You know, really with hmm. diet and environmental aspects. To be honest, but uh, oh, how's Teddy doing now? Yeah, he's he's doing fine. I've I've really managed his uh, diabetes well. I do my own glucose testing because the vet charges £120 to do that during the day and I can do that for about £10. So I just key it all into my little app. I do a little blood test every two hours and then send my little report to the vet and I've saved myself probably £90, £100. But I do that once a month. Yeah, but that's also part, in a way, of the journey now with you and Teddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's 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 great. He he has his his food morning and night. He jumps up on the sofa, ready for his injection. He gets a little treat after. And even when I've been in hospital, um, a friend of mine's looked after him, and he just knows the routine. He's he's so good. And I'm now uh, able just last day or so to inject him. My I can do it myself now with my 
arm in a sling. So he's, yeah, he's great. And it's a massive, I think it's a massive bond between us now as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, you know, the other awful thing about the insurance firm, I mean, they know full well that diabetes can be turned around. It can be turned around in people. So, you know, it can be turned around in dogs. But at the end of the day, it is pretty much now going to be there for the rest of his life. So they they shut the door on you when you needed them the most. Yeah, that's right. And the and the eye condition is 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 lifelong as well that he's got. It's um, not glaucoma's high pressure in the eyes. Uveitis is low pressure, so he has to have drops every day, morning and night, for the rest of his life to keep that pressure correct. Um, so he has to have regular checks for that with the eye specialist, which is another, you know, seventy quid each time. It mounts up. It does, but. Obviously, I love my dog and I, I pay it, but some people can't. Well, exactly. And, you know, we are in the middle of a cost of living yeah. crisis. So, you know, your insurance firm really hasn't helped you, no. <laughs> um, which isn't very loyal, which is kind of, you know, you buy into firms for brand mm. loyalty and for it to be a two way street, really. Oh, yep. gosh. Well, Fiona, look, thanks for sharing this. That's OK. You're very welcome. Just out of interest, might you ever consider insuring ever again? (laughs) If I obviously got a new dog or a new, obviously, when anything happens to these two, you know, not yet. But um, I'd certainly shop around um, for a a much better, you know, maybe like a lifetime insurance uh, that covers absolutely everything, you know, lifelong with no um exclusions it's got it's uh, that's the thing to exclude it from your policy the next in the next you know for the rest of his life that's just that's terrible the time when I took the insurance out I didn't know that so well you know it's a learning curve it is a learning curve life is a learning curve and and they say you learn by your mistakes so long as you only do them once (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh oh, well Fiona I hope your shoulder gets better and that we can meet up again soon and that you can get back, back to doing what you're doing which is being an amazing dog groomer Yes, I can't wait. I miss my clients and my dogs so much. It's awful. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, Fiona, for sharing this. That's okay. You're very welcome. Hey, Anna. Yes, Mike. Got some exciting news for you. Oh, go on. I like a bit of news. Yes, we got our latest shipment of Paleo Ridge for Billy. Marvellous. Yeah, yeah. And... He, at the moment, is out chewing on a duck's neck. Oh. He absolutely loves those. Oh, we love a duck's neck. You know, duck is such an interesting meat because it's actually good for dogs who have a few kidney problems, you know. But um, duck necks are super and they're so easily absorbed. Well, he absolutely loves them. And his new favorite also for the meal is the wild venison and duck. So thanks for putting me on the paleo. We love it. Well, I'm glad you're feeding raw. I know it took a while, but you know, the best things in life are worth waiting for. Right, Mike? They definitely are. And if you want to consider feeding your dogs raw, check out the links to Paleo Ridge. They're in the show notes. So I told Andy about Fiona's story and this is what he had to say. There are four main product types in the UK and we offer all of them okay now and and the reason we offer all of them is because we believe that people have to make choices about what they can afford and what they want 
for their pet. Now, there are four product types. The, the most simplest product type out there is, is what they call accident-only product. Right. Which only covers you for an accident. So if your dog has an accident, you'll get the treatment that you need. It will be paid for. Um, if, you're, if you have a, an, an illness, it won't pay out. So there is a reason why it is cheap, low cost. So, so do not get sucked into an accident-only policy. I don't like them, and I don't. We don't. We don't sell them because I think it's a misleading product. Let's come back to the age scenario, and I'll give you a very, very rough rule of thumb. Okay. So, so for the four types of products I talked about, accident only. There is what we call a time limited product, which is a twelve month product, which means if your pet gets a condition. You that your your treatment, whatever that treatment is, will be paid for for the first twelve months. After twelve months, that condition is no longer covered by the policy. So that's a twelve-month time-limited policy. Um, it sounds like your friend may have had one of those. They are maybe they are, they are maybe. cheap. They're cheap. Right. But, yeah. but what about, aren't they mostly in insurance policies that are, you know, insurance firms that do everything, you know, cars, yep. insure your fridge, insure your washing machine, insure everything? Because there's those types of firms that offer insurance for pets. Whereas if people ask me my advice, I'll always say, you know, go for a specific dedicated pet insurance firm. Absolutely spot on. You want you want experts. You want people that are living and breathing it. You want people to understand what's going on from a marketplace point of view and treatment regime and everything else. So you want to go for an expert company. Um, and and I and I'm not saying that lightly. Um, you want to go for a dedicated pet specialist that really just looks after pets. We don't do anything else ourselves. We just do pets. You want lifetime cover. That's the cover. If you can afford it, that's the cover you want, which would have been great for your friend. Because if you have a lifelong condition, the policy will continue to pay out to the maximum sum every year for the rest of the animal's life, as long as you keep paying your premium. Mm. So you're looking for a cover for life product if you can afford it. And you're looking for a specialist insurers that actually they just do pet. We don't do anything else. So I do everything to do with pets. So, and the reason I do that is because, firstly, animals and pets are fantastic, right? That's the first thing. It's it's a great product. It's the most used insurance product out there. Um, I would say to you, it actually is good value for money. However, um, some people may think not. But I would tell you it is. It's the most used. And it is a if you get the right product, uh, it just gives you that peace of mind that you need and you don't have to make tough decisions later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. No, it's a no, absolutely. But you know, there's some um insurance firms have these caveats. I don't know if they do anymore, but they certainly used to, whereby your dog wouldn't be insured unless yep. you had an annual booster jab. Yep. So, so yes. So you've got to look at you've got to look at the maintenance part of the policy wording. It says what what you've got to do to make sure your your pet is fit and healthy. Um, so there's a every insurance company has their own variation, but it's making sure that you you as an owner 
um, or pet parent as some companies will want to call you, actually make sure that you do the right things by the pet. Don't overfeed it. Make sure it's getting its, its inoculations and its vaccinations um, because they will stop diseases and so on and so forth. So what, what most insurance companies do is they say you need to get it vaccinated against the core diseases and you need to follow your vet's advice. Right, yeah, but hang on a sec. So certainly when I was with Pet Plan, yep. um, with my first miniature bull terrier, I I don't do annual boosters because oh. I tried to test instead, which has since way back now yep. become globally recognized by the World Small Animal Veterinary Association as being yep. the way to go because yep. there is quite a lot of evidence that does actually correlate that annual boosters do indeed make your dog, you know, ill. Um, yep. And that's, you know, the side of the fence that yep. I, I very much sit on. So with pet covers specifically then, what, what are your recommendations? What, do you have a caveat that you've got to have a booster every year? No. Good. Brilliant. I love that. So the, the great bit for me is, so it's, quite, it's fantastic. You're you're more of a responsible owner than most. So, <laughs> I hope so. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So what I'm saying is, and, and I'm choosing my words so that people listen to it. If the vet says you need to have a booster on something and they give you the rationale, uh, if you're doing something else as an alternative, please discuss that with your vet and put it on record, and that would be fine. Um, if the vet, so, you know, I can tell you now, I've, 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 had, I've had a few cases where somebody's gone against the vet's advice and, and ended up with an £18,000 bill oh, as gosh. a consequence of tick paralysis. Now, now, what I say in that instance is, right, the vet's given you advice. You've, you've got to follow it to a certain extent. If you have a different view, you need to express it there and then. And if the vet agrees... It's the right thing to do. Then we're completely comfortable. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's interesting. Many vets are resilient yeah. to tighter testing. You know, um, which I've discussed actually in some other podcasts, and I I, I find it all very interesting. Really, um, yeah. as you know, the evidence is scientifically proven that puppy shots do last a lifetime. So I would think, why do something that you don't need to do, you know? Um, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. So. No, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, yeah. so so that's good. So there's no hidden caveats, certainly, with, with pet cover. What about insurance for alternative treatments, which I certainly used a lot? I'm referring to pet plan here. I hope you don't mind, but you work that's a lot right. of it. So interestingly oh gosh a very old dog walking friend of mine um from stoke newington yep. i can't remember his name but of course i can remember his dog's name it was a a, a spinoni a spinoni yep. called bianca and or was she called blanche it was one or the other and <laughs> he founded pet plan and we got oh. chatting at a companion dog show i mean we're talking this is 2002 so hence um a bit hazy on it um anyway but the wonderful thing you know the wonderful thing was there was a huge budget could have been huger could have been huger for acupuncture physiotherapy homeopathy and alternative treatments yep yep so he, he probably that was probably david simpson um but he yeah, we uh, we uh, we have uh, cover within our policy for all of those. 
there are some limitations in some of our policies because it keeps the cost down. So you need to look at the range. Um, but in the what I call the supreme range of products, it's got all of that in it. Um, you can you, the only the only variation to that is hydrotherapy, uh, where I where we limit it to ten sessions. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is purely because um, there isn't sufficient scientific evidence to prove beyond the ten sessions. And in reality, um, you can actually exercise your your pet uh, and 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 actually get the same benefits. So so it was limited because uh, vets were were issuing um, hydrotherapy treatments as if it was uh, confetti, <laughs> uh, and suddenly, obviously, everybody's got to pay for that in their premiums. Ultimately, so it was an area where we felt. To a certain extent, the treatment was being exploited. So so that's the only space where I would say there's a limitation on that. Um, watch out for, for that within other policies. There are what I call inner limits inside policies. So the likes of, I'm not going to talk about specific companies because I think that's unfair, mm. but but look at, look at, inner limits so often you'll find you've got seven thousand pounds worth of cover but actually there's only 500 pounds worth of cover for uh, skin conditions there's only 300 pounds worth of cover for tick paralysis so look at inner limits inside a policy now every insurance company should be telling you what those limits are before you take the policy out so on your when you get your documentation this is a big shout out for everybody there is a document called an ipid insurance product disclosure document it tells you the things that they don't cover the high risk things and it tells you the uh, the limits inside make sure without fail you read that document Gosh, yes. So hang on, what was it called again? <laughs> it's an insurance product disclosure document. It's called an IPID. I didn't know this. You see, I didn't know this. And skin conditions, you see. Yep. yep. It's interesting then that they've kind of picked on those types of conditions that then you could get stitched up pretty quickly. Yes, absolutely. So so skin, so, you know, you can have eczema for, 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 for life, right? Mm. Um, there, there are ways to look after your pet that keep keep that down, but you might need treatment. So, uh, skin could definitely be one of those where there's a limit. Um, there could even be a limit on. It's called the Insurance Product Information Document (IPID). So, um, you might find companies have those inner limits, and so that's the document to look at. It will tell you skin conditions ordinarily. Are what I call lifelong conditions. Uh, that's why you need a lifetime, lifelong cover. It is the one that will offer you the best um, cover for a a long term illness. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it is important. You know, it is important to be covered. Um, I would say that, Andy. That's our show, Mr. Binks. What did you think? Yes, I agree. Fiona's story really couldn't be made up. And you're right. It is time for Woof of the Week. 
It's called small print for a reason. But please do read the small print in your insurance policy so you don't get caught out. <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, go on, please rate and review the show wherever you tune into your podcasts. Thanks again, of course, to Andy Pierce at Pet Cover, and all the links to them are in the show notes, and to Fiona Martin, and her links are also in the show notes. Thanks, of course, to Mike Hansen, my producer, for all the music and production as ever. Find out more about him at Pod People UK. And for me, I'm just at Anna Webb Dogs. What's that, Mr. Binks? Yes, you're right. We will be back in your feed next Sunday. So, if you haven't already, why don't you subscribe now? It's free. And that way, you'll never miss another show. Bye for now.